Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. So here's the legal disclaimer part of this whole thing. Katie, are you a mental health professional? No, I'm not. Neither am I. So if you're struggling with any of these issues, please seek professional help and just listen to us because we're funny. Hey, I'm Katie. And I'm Summer. And this is Monsters in the Attic. A podcast where we have real conversations about everyday struggles with personality and mental health issues. We're glad you're here. Well, if we're recording, then yes, tell me what subjects you've already done. We've done suicidal ideation, Uh substance abuse disorder, body image. Yeah. What else? Uh, Oh, head injury. Head injury. Mm -hmm. That was a good one. And I think we've we've recorded four so far. Mm -hmm. Now your anxiety. Yay. Uh, Yeah. I'm glad my anxiety could come to the party. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did bring it. Welcome. Welcome, friend. Yes. Yes. You. Oh, I have my anxiety in my purse. Did you want me to get it out? Did you need some? I I I took my medicine right before I came. I brought my little squishy penguin for mine. (laughs) So... Well, oh, yeah, you know, he's cute. You want to squeeze him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love him so much. I got oh. a thing with penguins. Do you? Yeah, like my mom and I have an inside joke going. And then my kids, when they were little, they used to call like flamingos or penguins flamingoes. So Stop. then we were out of town in San Antonio and we went to a Dave and Buster's. And when I saw this, I was like, this is what I'm getting. <laughs> so it rides oh. in my car now. <laughs> he's making me happy just looking at him. <laughs> he is. You want to squeeze him? Yeah. Get a little poke. Just a little pokey pokey. And let me tell oh, you, his so little nice. beak is really cute to little pinch. Oh. A little pinch his little beak. I know. Little See, because I want to like squeeze things, and I also have like my, my hair uh, ties on my car sheer, gift. Sh- uh, <laughs> my car shift gear shifter. I have rubber bands on that that I'll flick and click and yeah. do stuff with. Just. Because yeah. I gotta, I gotta do something. Adult my fidget cup. spinners. Yeah, my cup. Yeah, yes. It's a meditation cup. It's beautiful and and like clicky it. and sensory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sensory All helps. Things. It really does. It does. Yeah. It really does. So, episode number five. What are we talking about today? I mean, we just jumped right into this. I really love it. I think we did. Yeah, that's, that's how we flow. That was good. That's mm-hmm. us. Um, we're talking about anxiety today. Which, mm. if you haven't suffered with anxiety, I think you're lying to yourself. Yeah, yeah or you didn't recognize. Makes me a little anxious just yeah. just thinking about it. Yeah. yeah I'm sweating. Prickly. Prickly. <laughs> My hands Prickly. are sweating. Yeah, dude. I need a shower. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're joined here today by our beautiful, wonderful um, friend Gypsy Danger. Oh, thank you. Yes. See, that makes um, my anxiety feel a little better. Does it? <laughs> yeah, Good. it does. Y'all always have. Since meeting y'all, it it really has made me want to like get rid of that and come out of my shell and feel better. And plus, just aging and you know being like I'm tired of being this little timid, scared, anxious thing. So yeah, yeah. Definitely. totally. So I thank love y'all. I can't even imagine you as a timid, scared, anxious little thing. I really my, can't. My mask is amazing. My mask is amazing. Nobody mm-hmm. knows what's going on inside. Okay. At all. Okay. Ever. <laughs> so 
it's a shit storm. <laughs> so let's talk about that. All right. Who are you really? Well, really and truthfully, again, this is a huge thing that my anxiety has surrounded myself uh, or has surrounded me on this subject because I have a podcast, I have a day job, I have an image in this town, um, but that's not who I am. And so it has been very scary um, and it's made me feel very anxious to start telling people who I really am, even just have conversations with people I barely know just because I know I'm going to slip out and say something about who I am and I'm like, oh, what are they going to think of me? constantly but um so my name is rachel thomas mm. yes hey yes. girl here i am that's me now you know dun, so dun, dun. yeah and i definitely feel like i've got two sides of myself so that's why uh, a lot of times i'll go by gypsy danger which um you know i've received nicknames over the years um from other people that weren't um that i wasn't in love with and that's one i've chosen for myself um it kind of comes along with uh my husband who we've been friends for a bazillion years and uh, his middle name is Danger. So we've kind of taken that alias as our last name for our other podcast and things like that. So yeah, that's us. That is that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I, I always said that I was going to name my son, um, give him the middle name Danger. Yeah. So then he could say Danger's my middle name. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. His, his last name is Shine. And yeah. so Moon yes. is his middle no, name. I, yeah, Danger Moon. Moonshine. Danger would be your first name. Then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watch out. Caution. My first red flag was. I, sh- well. I should have named my daughter Back Off. Like, that's how she acts. Like Back Off. So I'm like, all right. Not bad. Dang. She Talk about somebody. Person? Well, yeah, a little bit. She's a little bit of anything. She doesn't know what she is. And let me tell you, she's riddled with anxiety too. Hardcore social anxiety out the wazoo. So is my husband. So we're a family of crazy people. We love it. Nervous Nellies. Yes, dude. Yeah. And it's not even, it doesn't even come out as nervousness as much as it does in irritability or scared or whatever. You know, I feel less nervous because you know what's funny? I've jumped out of a plane before. And I've jumped up on a stage to answer questions in front of a crowd. But that all came after I like started forcing myself to get over like stage fright or hindrances or whatever. Um, And I still do it scared. But I don't know if it's so much nervousness as it is maybe fear of embarrassment or what are they going to think or was I cool or not? And so how did I look? And the how did I look thing is a huge thing. That's a daily anxiety for me constantly mostly what I wear I don't care about my face as much but like what am I gonna wear how does it make my body look always yeah yeah Yeah. so it's fun it's fun my brain is super fun I love it thanks mom (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah so how does anxiety manifest in your life you know like you said it's not typically just nervousness like what are some different kind of manifestations that you've had that you've noticed just getting older yeah um it's the overthinking I think um you know as you get older and you have to uh get a job and then you start worrying about um you know is this is this what I want to do is this the only thing I'm going to do oh my gosh I got to act right and keep my job um it's um, you know, interactions with new people, new environments, um, you know, and it's a, a really, I think the biggest thing for me in the anxiety world right now is trying to be myself, but feeling, you know, uh, 
like it's it's so nerve wracking. Like more, I, I use I want to use that word even more than nervous. Um, but I guess maybe I do get nervous. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. And that's the thing I was just saying to y'all earlier when I just started this that that anxiety is kind of hard to pinpoint because, and that's why I was asking what y'all have covered before because I feel like it connects to every other issue. You know, the body image, the suicidal, the everything. I mean, I haven't had a head trauma, but like inside it sounds like I have but (laughs) and I've got family members who have a bunch of this stuff too but yeah it's it's just a little bit of everything um, about my upbringing oh my god just the trauma that you experience too which will then make you feel anxious in those other situations and so yeah it manifests itself constantly and you know what I think I've gotten to a point of autopilot um, because not only am I raising a family and I have a husband and I've got the job and blah 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 which my life is always changing. It's always something new, but, um, yeah, it's, it's not even as a parent to me anymore. I feel like it's just there. And I think that I don't recognize it as much lately because I've just been going and going and going. And I didn't think I was in survival mode, but I'm assuming that's what this is. And I don't, I put me last, you know, I'm like, everybody else is fine. Everybody else is fine. Even had a conversation with a coworker who's a friend of mine as well this morning, um, you know, and I said, you know, somebody's in a mood because I was talking about my husband and her and I ended up talking about how we're just fine, you know, and I think it's as women too, um, you know, and I feel for men, but again, as women, we just wake up and we are okay and we're not, but we are, you know, you just have to be, you just go. But my husband will get into moods and I think that will also heighten the anxieties or the depression or the other feelings in me because he's so overwhelmed with it. And I don't think it's me being an empath, but I don't know what the correct term would be for like when someone else's mood affects you so seriously. Well, yeah, I think when you're so connected to a person, I mean, that's your partner and you've known each other for years and years. I think that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel that that way in everyday life. Yeah. I pick up, every, but that is my empathy. I'm, yeah. I'm very empath- empathetic. So I think I'm codependent. So. Well, and, and <laughs> I was going to say, oh, I really yeah. was going to call it codependency, mm-hmm. but there's such a negative connotation yeah. on that. But you're married. You're yeah. supposed to yeah. codepend on no, a person. And I'm also like, if it was going to be anybody that I was, because I have dated a lot and they were all horrible. Uh, I was like, if I was going to be codependent on anybody, it's him. Because he's always like, I hope you're going to be with me forever. I was like, dude, I don't want to do this with anybody else. Like, we're good. Totally. Yeah. Like, yeah, a healthy good. level of codependency. Yep. And Summer and I joke all the time, like, wait, are you sure you're not mad at me? Yeah. Because yeah. yes. we're both very much like that. If there's like a tone change. Yep. But we're fortunate enough to have the relationship where we can say, hey, when you said this this way, when you put on your shoes this way, you seemed angry. <laughs> are you angry with me? and then we can talk about it we literally do that like in the moment it's one of the coolest relationships friendships I've ever had yeah it's super healthy because we're like we correct the situation immediately when we could have like sat on it for days you know so it's been we've been really lucky to have each other in that way and we feel comfortable with each other to do that so it helps with at least this anxiety because we are in anxious places a lot together Yep. yep Yep. So. And, and that's another way, you know, um, that communication in a relationship is such a lifesaver because if you don't have that, that anxiety is going to just overwhelm you because I will overthink and it will like irrationally repeat in my head like a, like a crazy person. You know, you see all the, the, the social media things where it sounds like they show what it sounds like in somebody's head and it's like a song <laughs> is playing and then they're screaming and then there's like, shut up. But then they're thinking about their chore list and stuff. That's my brain all the time. Like I literally 
literally go to sleep with a song stuck in my head and wake up with one like I didn't even get to rest. And then my brain starts going on all the other things. So if anything negative has happened to me, whether it's, um, uh, you know, an interaction I had with someone, even at work, like a phone call I made, how did I sound? What did I say? Did I sound stupid? Like I said something stupid and I will just just repeat over and over in my head. And it's such a huge job. I don't even want to say burden really because we all got to do the work, but it feels like that to try to calm yourself down and relax yourself because nobody's responsible for that in you. Just like nobody's responsible for your own happiness, even though if you do have someone to be codependent with, you want so badly to reach out to them and make you feel better. So my poor husband, (laughs) the amount of like, well, hey, what did you think? And I'll just keep asking him for days. Something could go for a week and I won't let it go. And he's like, it's okay. And then my poor children or especially some of my girlfriends who I'm like, I will text you multiple pictures of multiple outfits and be like, but are you sure? But what about this one? But I like this one better. They're like, we're so tired you but I love you but no stop it that's so, what yeah. the group chat's for yeah I know because I used it one day and then <laughs> and two once I see the picture of the outfit I'm like oh yeah I didn't like that either we've all used the group chat yeah it's totally. important what it's for yeah, yeah we, all, we have all used the group chat for an ego boost Something. at one point or at yeah. the other okay or to solidify to, are we thinking properly right yeah. I had to prove that I actually do cook, do know how to cook. I used to cook all the time. Wait, but you but said I you burned never, the casserole. <laughs> it was actually perfect. It was, oh, it was one you of, didn't show a picture of it. I did not oh, see I it. Did show a well, I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. There was no picture. Oh. It was just the cute one. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, cute one of you. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> it wasn't cute. I looked a fright. Forget the casserole. <laughs> um, whatever. You could you could smear shit. Face and we'd think you were beautiful. It doesn't matter. We love what you've done. Yeah, it's great. Face. Oh my god, where did you get that makeup? Uh, yes, homemade. Girl. Yeah, where'd, <laughs> where'd that shit come from? <laughs> but no, yeah, no, and I'm terrible cook too. Actually, and I know this. I'm isn't... not a terrible cook well, though. Oh, no, well, I, just was, I was resting on the whole I burnt the casserole thing. I really didn't know. It was I perfect, messed up mac it? and cheese one time. Let me tell you. Oh, oh, it was stupid. That's hard. But no, so and not about anxiety. Anxiety, but I think that again, it, it had something to do with it somewhere in there. Um, but there was a six month period. And I mean, seriously, like six months period of my life where I was in like a deep depression or, you know, just filled with anxiety to where, you know, I mean, I could kind of get through my day. My kids were a little bit younger at the time. They're teenagers now. Um, they're not out of the house yet, but, um, I would try to go cook because when my husband and I first started dating, he was in the military and I very much wanted a husband. He's my first and only. I've been through a lot of boyfriends um, where I didn't put in a lot of effort, you know, like that. Like I wasn't trying to be a homemaker, but I had a child at this point and he was military. He was working and, you know, he's such a good man. So I was like, I want to start trying to cook because I was really trying to get a ring on it. (laughs) I was like, oh, you want to come home for a meal? But... (laughs) It was so basic. All this stuff was so basic. Let me tell you, so much lemon pepper chicken <laughs> in his life. Peas on the side. This is I wasn't doing anything special. But after we were married, after we were living together, a few years went by. I don't know why this happened, but I could not cook a meal to save my life. I would get into the kitchen. I would start, and I would just fall apart, crying. I'd have to go lay in the bed. I don't know what was wrong with me. I'd have to sleep. So let me tell you, I'm so grateful for this man. He picked up that that you know, that 
responsibility and ran with it um, and has kept it ever since. And it's been years. And let me tell you, though, I think it was a huge benefit for all of us because he's a way better cook. He's like, should be a chef. And it's amazing. And I was like, I will never touch this kitchen. He's like, can you cook tonight? I'm like, we're getting grilled cheeses, baby. We are going to McDonald's. Yes, I love McDonald's so much. Do you? Yeah, that's a comfort food. If we're talking about anxieties and things that make you feel better, McDonald's is comfort food. But it's probably because my aunt who was like helping raise me, like literally fed me McDonald's after school every day. So like. I love it. I'm a little fat kid at heart. That's mm-hmm. funny. McDonald's is my comfort food yeah. as well. Yeah. I what love is your McDonald's. order? I get um, a McChicken and mm-hmm. a small fry and a drink. All right. And that's right. my thing. I might throw some chicken nuggies in there okay. every now and then. But yeah. Do you have a specific order, Summer? I Do you never go to McDonald's? McDonald's! <laughs> Y'all know I hate There's McDonald's! Door. Okay, that's okay. Fast food Dude, so everybody's bad. got their thing, you know. But yeah, oh. I, I get a McDouble and a medium fry. Mm. Mm, I love it. Because the McDouble's like... I get a kid's like, meal. When I go, I have an order. I get a kid's meal. Okay, well, see, I feel like the McDouble size. is like the kid's hamburger, but with one extra piece of meat. Like, mm-hmm. they, the onions are the same size. It's the same condiments on it. I don't have to think about it. Yeah. And it's yeah. cheap. Yeah, yeah. I like the the little burgers. I Mm -hmm. like little burgers. And see, I guess here's another thing. Topic of anxiety. Um, I usually get the same thing at every restaurant because I am too freaked out to order something different. And then I hit decision anxiety. So I guess that's what, you know, people have social. I have decision anxiety. Again, that's why maybe I'm two sided. Like if anybody's into to Zodiac signs, uh, my son is a Pisces. So as you know, that's two fish, you know, and then my moon is in Gemini, which again, twins, two sided. And then my rising is in freaking Libra. So so again, that's the scales. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm sorry, Christopher. So like, I'm really sorry. But yeah, I'm, I freak out about decisions and I tried to be, um, adventurous when we went to Disney world with our kids for the first time ever in a million years. And I got a lettuce margarita, a lettuce margarita. <laughs> I thought, okay, how bad can it be? You know, maybe it's still got a little bit of lime in it. Maybe it's like kind of healthy. It tastes like lawn clippings. Okay. Let me tell you, but I downed that thing. I chugged it and then we went and got sake, which was much better. It yeah. was called a lettuce I was just margarita. I, I'm proud of you. Thank I'm you. proud of you. Thank I really you. am. I yeah. mean, I, but I, I regretted it. I do some wild stuff too, but yeah. lettuce margarita. I'd rather jump out of the plane again. That, that was an interesting moment of my life. Um, that was another period of my life. I can't remember if it came before or after that six month, uh, hiatus, hiatus from cooking, but, um, I was at a numb point. Like, what am I even for? I'm not even doing a good job. I don't, I just want to feel something. And this is funny because my husband and I agreed I didn't want to ever go scuba diving. I don't want to be under the water. Another thing that gives me the the freaks, you know, I, I just, I'm too scared. I, I don't like it. Um, and I love water, though, but, like, I got to have some control there. You know, I don't want to be on a boat. I don't want to be just out in the middle of nowhere. I don't know. I freak out. But um, so the decision was. I will suffer going scuba diving for you because that was his, he would like to try it. I was like, but you have to go skydiving with me because that's what I want to try. I feel much better about jumping off of a high place than I do diving into the water. So we did, he did it. And he actually so sweetly decided to go first. At the last minute, he was like, I'm not going to watch my wife jump out of a plane on her own. And I was like, oh, you're such a gentleman. And I felt nothing when he flew out, you know, no nervousness, no anxiety. And I I thought, you know, am I even going to feel scared or nervous or anxious or 
any even joy or exhilaration dude no I was so numb at that point I guess that I was really surprised afterwards that it kind of felt like nothing to fall out of that thing I just was like let's go bye and then the only thing you really feel is like when you first start going down you have to concentrate on your breathing or else you'll kind of like feel like you're suffocating and they say they told us that most people need to scream like ah to get your breathing back so you could suck back in that didn't work for me so I got clenched my teeth and I was like (laughs) like that's how I was making sure I could breathe and you can only really think about that during the exciting moment because then once you're you know swinging around with the parachute open the weather turned real hot and humid and then all I felt was sick after that and I was like well this is cool but like oh he wanted to do some spins I was like no So anyway, yeah, it was super weird. Like my, my emotions are a roller coaster. I'm sure I've never been properly diagnosed either. So that's fun. But yeah. I bet there's most people have not been properly diagnosed. Absolutely. Even people that seek help. So, Mm -hmm. well, um, one thing that we like to talk about Mm -hmm. um, is like, what was helping you? What helps you get through the anxiety? Some little squishies. You know, sensory things. I think I've noticed over time, um, sensory things do help. Um, just depending on the situation and the day and things like that. I don't really feel like I use them as much as I probably could. Like I said, I just get on autopilot and I just do the dang thing, you know. Um, Helped me. Music, I think, has kind of always helped me, Um, especially motivational music uh, by, by like, independent female artists um, as a woman. Again, for men, you know, uh, I think that healthy outlets like exercise and stuff can help too. And in other times in my life, the the exercise might have helped a bit. But it was kind of short-lived for me. I had a surgery, and then I had to rest for a while, and then I just got off track with stuff. But um, let's see. What really helps? Oh, okay, so this is a good example. This is going to help. And I don't think I recognized what it was when I was a teenager, but there would be times I needed to get away from family. Not I love my mother, not anything against her, but, you know, we have a relationship where we butt heads a lot. Um, And I would leave and go to my hometown of East Texas and stay with my aunt. And at that time, of course, as a teenager, I was usually just staying with my aunt, chilling there. Now, because we are lucky enough that she has an additional property, sometimes we go and spend time at that additional property on our own, just relaxing. There is a lake out there. There's trails I'm familiar with. There's little antique shops. It's quiet. It is not a big city. I mean, it takes 30 minutes for you to go find a Walmart, and it's just a bunch of big trees. And so uh, my husband's actually been going through some stuff, so he may be a great candidate for one of your other subjects to come on one day. Um, And I have just been, like I said, putting myself last, helping him go through that. I mean, I sat there for an entire day calling psychologists, psychiatrists, finding um, a jujitsu gym for him to go have a healthy outlet because he used to be into that. Um, So I was just focused on healing and helping him that when we left work one day, I felt really tight in my chest and I just, I kept like taking deep breaths. He was like, are you okay? I was like, I'm fine. You know, because I am, I will be, I've always persevered, you know, but I knew what was happening. I knew I was having an anxiety attack, a panic attack, just like, okay, I've given so much of somebody else, like I'm overwhelmed. I'm over, you know, too much sensory too. Um, And so I thought I was going to be okay. I got home. I took a shower, thought that would help. Sometimes I think washing that off will help. Uh, Turning the lights down low when you take a shower is important, I think, because you, your brain needs to transition to something more calming. So I've got little fake lights and a eucalyptus candle. And sometimes I'm like, I just have to take a bath. Y'all have to leave me alone. I have to play some calm music. But this day I just did one of my normal, like routine showers. You know, I did keep the lights low, but it wasn't enough. So I put on my robe and I went and sat down, um, 
on a chair I've got in my room. And I, again, I thought I was just sitting down to, to breathe for a second to rest, but then it hit me and I'm just crying, like overwhelmed, can't breathe. And he comes over and he tries to help. And I am so like, you have no idea how grateful I am because I have been lost so much in my life. Um, and I know friends have helped and stuff like that. And, and, but I am really grateful for him because I never expected to have someone supportive like him. I mean, I feel selfish sometimes having him, you know, because I've got friends that are single and things like that. And I do, I feel like a jerk. I'm like, I shouldn't have a good guy in my life. But he was like, what do you need? And I know I could have asked for a back massage or quiet time or ice cream or a spa day or trip to the beach. That's not what I wanted. And it hit me. And I said, I want to go to East Texas. And I don't want my kids to need me. I don't want our dogs and pets to need me. I don't want my family to need me. I don't want the phone to need me or work. Nothing. I want you to just take me to do some things out in nature. Because, like, I was really big into being that barefooted kid out in the woods with no one even knowing where I was with, like, a stray cat following me around as a kid, you know, just in my own head, happy. And as I have grown, I have lost that inner child so much and I beg for her back all the time like I don't get outside enough I don't go adventuring enough I just want to pick up rocks and make tiny little rivers out of you know like mud and stuff but where is the time so I just was like please take me to East Texas I want to go swimming I want to go to an antique antique shop I want to eat at a cafe and I want to just go be alone in a quiet house that doesn't even have like a lot going on because it's very you know out in the sticks out there so that is something um that I think helps all of that I think that's beautiful. And I think the one thing I want to mention before we get off that question is I think people need to understand there is no solution, but there are many different tools that you should utilize all of them to try to find um, some sort of, I guess you'd call it like a plateau, just maybe a plane where you can care for yourself enough that you're not wallowing. Um, So, you know, therapy, uh, exercise, some sort of hobby habit, you know, something that, you know, reacts to your inner child. Um, so I've, you know, been telling my husband too, I really, I've been a creative person all my life and I really, um, am lacking in activities that mean something to me and help me feel like I've released that creativity. And, you know, here and there throughout my life, there's little been snippets of that, you know, oh, my daughter and I sat down for an afternoon, did some paintings, and I felt so accomplished and so happy and so joyous um, in those moments. Um, but they are so short lived, you got to clean it up and the dogs are running around in the living room. And then you got the mess that you made and then the anxiety comes back like oh my god I gotta clean this up and so that that sucks but um I need more of it so really I did I forced myself the other day after work I was like gosh darn it I'm gonna go do something and so I have these um iron crocodile planters you know like they look like they're rebar like you know welded together and they've been all rusty back there for a long time and we've been making jokes that they're like our two younger puppies and our two younger puppies are plain white pit bulls um and we've always joked that they're like uh crocodilla blancos because they little nippy and so i went out and spray painted those suckers white and i was just stayed out there i was sweating i was getting paint all over my feet and leaves were sticking to me but i finally felt accomplished and satisfied and now i I get to look at them and it relaxes me. It makes me feel a lot better. So. I love that. Yeah. I love things that have, um, that you can see and feel and touch later mm-hmm. that you've created. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's beautiful. Yeah. And I think you're beautiful. Oh, thank you. And I'm really no grateful idea. that we're all friends, you know, I'm for so a little, I am too. for a little backstory. I don't know that our listeners even know, but we have this like really solid group of girlfriends. Mm-hmm. There's like 11 of us. And Which was a surprise <clears throat> out of nowhere for me. For like, everyone. I did out of not nowhere. know. For I, all of us. I had no idea. 
we didn't have, I mean, we were just, we're this misfit group of mm-hmm. ladies that somehow, I, what I say is that there was a magnet in the middle of the universe and we all were attracted to it. I got goosebumps. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so Rachel's one of our, one of yeah. our magnet friends. Yeah. So. No, I've been very grateful for y'all because there was a time in my life where I reclused a bit and I needed to at that time. I was fine with you know, with it, certain friends are for seasons and that's okay because sure. I cherish them whatever time that that may be, you know, no hard feelings. But, um, there's also times where I do get to a dark point where I'm like, okay, I need some kind of socializing. I need some support. I would like some strong females in my life. And y'all came in out of nowhere, not having any clue that through the, through the path that I was taking at that time, that I was going to find anybody that vibed with me. And y'all have no idea how much, of a relief from the anxiety it is to have y'all, to not have to mask, to be able to say whatever I want, even if I feel like it's making me look like a real weirdo. Because that's what I think my anxiety always has been too. Like I felt awkward in school as a kid. I mean, from the moment I can remember, I felt like a weirdo. And just all these things happened to me as that went. And so to just be around y'all and feel accepted and loved and have people around me that have similar interests and are accepting and all that. It's insane. Y'all have no idea how grateful I am for y'all. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Feel the same way. I think we all feel that way. I yeah. think it's just this magical. We were all hoping and we were, we manifested each other. Yeah. Literally, yeah. I manifested a group Dude. of badass bitches, y'all. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> you really were. We were all looking for each other at the same time and we found each other just doing the things that you do every day. We were all just taking steps like, okay, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to do stuff. And then yeah. one day, like there's just 11 of us and yeah. I love it. Like yeah. magic. Yeah. yeah. Like, it is magic. Yeah. yeah. magic for well, me. We loved having you on. Thank you so yes, much for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sure I've got other problems if y'all ever need to fill yeah. in the gap. <laughs> <And> we, <laughs> we'll have you back, baby. And yeah. we're definitely going to get Chris on yeah, here. I he love Chris. Great. I absolutely love him. So it um, would be, I think it might actually be a really good release for him, too, to kind of talk about it. Because, again, he is in the middle of the journey figuring out what is even going on because we do feel like there's a misdiagnosis there just because, you know, I, I do have to say I appreciate social media's progression for one real thing um because I can be a real cynic about all the other stuff even though I'm on it and on every freaking platform with like three profiles but it has brought to light that you're not alone and I think people can get misguided when they just watch the entertainment side of stuff um or or the things that'll make you like self-conscious but if you start watching things um where people are talking about the struggles they've gone through with or that's because I have ADHD and I've got depression and uh OCD that's a fun one to mix with everything (laughs) I don't get anything done but I want to real bad (laughs) um and I think that So I showed him because he was struggling. He thought all he had was like maybe manic depression. And I was like, actually, I've been watching people that have BPD and your symptoms because we've kind of teased him. Not that I'm not being a jerk about it. We just tease on all sorts of joke platforms. We talked about maybe you have some autism. Maybe you have Tourette's. You know, I don't know what's going on with you. We're big South Park fans. So if you understand, I'm teasing (laughs) things, but like I'm also very supportive of everything. Um, And so I showed him some of the, some of the posts that these people made. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, see, so we went to his doctor and talked to them. And then, you know, we're going to some, see some therapists and then he's doing the exercise, which I will tell you has super duper helped him. He comes home smiling. He has something to think, something to think about, something to talk about an outlet. He's sleeping better. Yeah. 
He's Good. going like twice a day. Oh me. my God, that makes me yeah. so happy because from just two weeks ago, mm-hmm. the difference between how he's feeling now, I'm so happy to hear that girl. Yeah. Ugh. He's excited to go to the dinner on Wednesday night. He was oh, like, yeah, let's go. I was like, Greg, Greg will be there. <laughs> he loves it. I know. I told him the other day, I was like, I'm just trying to be over here, not in love with Greg. And he went, ooh, that's a hard one. Everybody like, loves Greg. Yeah, he was, and I was he told like, me that. shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. That's okay. But no, and again, he only knows so much of somebody. So it is unusual for him to vibe with people, but he absolutely loves y'all too. Like he just, so he was even talking about need, if anybody needed being picked up the other night when y'all went out. on. I the, know. I love that. Well, I haven't heard from anybody yet. And I'm like, you're just sitting here thinking about my girlfriend. Yes. You're so sweet. Oh my God. I He's can't believe. He's the greatest. I can't believe he, really he is. exists. I, know, I can't. I, I really would have just hung out with him all day long. At some point he I was like, that. I gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> I was no. like, I'm supposed to be at this party three hours ago. I'm yeah. leaving. Well, and part of our anxiety might be what keeps us home a lot, but we do. We always leave our door open for our friends and loved ones. Like, just come over and hang out because, oh, and he does. He thanks me a lot for the back porch. I've made our back porch a bit of a calming oasis. You know, I picked our, our house because of the yard and all this stuff. And, like, I'm sitting in my outdoor t- tub the other day just trying to relax. And he's sitting in the chair at the table, you know, relaxing. And uh, he was like, thank you for this back porch. I was like, what? what he was like just thank you for the home and the relaxing because i love this i love it here and i was like oh i love you oh my god what a great so yeah compliment. i think you know make your environment something that can find you know and especially get out of your house get out even if it's out into the backyard or the front yard just get out of the house find a hobby find help you know try yeah. to stay consistent which is a terrible advice for me to give because i am not consistent but yeah no but thank y'all for having me yeah on. Anything totally you ever need i'm here awesome thank you thank you love absolutely thank you. hey katie hey i love you and all of your monsters i love you and all your monsters signing off signing off This has been a Rogue Media Network production.